Listener Production. G'day folks, this is Footy Talk around the grounds here at Optus Stadium in Perth where we just watched the West Coast Eagles up against Collingwood, Lockie Reed and Xavier Ellis to have a bit of a chat about uh, what was in this game. The Magpies winners in the end, 18-12-120 to the Eagles, 8-9-57. X-Man, we came here thinking 100 points. Uh, this could be the toughest afternoon you'll ever see at a footy ground. And in the end, it was an entertaining uh, contest. Well, both sides in the second and third quarter combined kicked eight goals. So yeah. uh, score or a goalless, I should say, first quarter to Collingwood. As we watched Dom Sheed walk off the ground, lock with an absolute huge game today. But uh, the middle two quarters were great. Dom Sheed, 43 disposals, his 150th game. Uh, but you're right, uh, the, mid, the, the first quarter was ho- horrible. Yep. But West Coast lost three players for the game in that first quarter. Second and third quarters, uh, it was a great arm wrestle. Felt like probably the class... During those times, uh, obviously favoured Collingwood and let down West Coast at times. They had opportunities to go. Jamison somehow missed a goal from uh, a metre out. Goal at the other end of Collingwood. Uh, Gaffey missed a goal from 30 out directly in front. Bang, Hill down the other end. Goal. Uh, they just couldn't quite get that 14-point margin under 10. And then, uh, yeah, just the experience. And it blew out late with the three, not, the, the three short. When you're going to have a upset, you need everything to go right, don't you? I mean, at the yeah. start of the game, if you said Hearn, Hewitt and West, not that they're great players. I mean, Hearn is a great player, but Hewitt and West are just... Well, it's just it's a rotation late. too. You lose all yeah. those rotations and they still sort of got within 63 points. Now, 63 points is a big margin, but it should have been over 100, really. Well, what do you think the narrative will be this week in WA? The margin's 10 goals, uh, but I, for some reason, feel as though it was a small win mm. for West Coast. Um, the experienced players have been desperate to get back. I mean, Dom Sheed, huge. Uh, Elliot Yo was spectacular. That second and third quarter, Elliot Yo was the dual best and fairest winner in a premiership yeah. season. And showed why um, he is a fantastic player yeah, in this competition. Uh, yeah, the top end of talent, Sheed, Duggan, Kelly, Yo were great. Uh, but he's still head to the bottom. And they're mm. just players that aren't capable of AFL football yet. It's not to say in the future that they won't. Let's talk about that third quarter because I'll tell you what, that was probably the most entertaining quarter of football we've seen in quite some time. We've been served up crap here, Lock. We've been served up absolute crap. I mean, it was four goals for the Eagles and four goals for Collingwood. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a heap of goals, but just the entertainment value of that quarter was something to behold. And Elliot Yo led the charge for the Eagles. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Elliot Yo had 12 disposals, four inside 50s, three clearances, six contested disposals. Uh, I can't speak highly enough of Elliot Yo at strength, how good a player he is. Um, but uh, it just they need five of him, to yeah. be honest with you. And uh, let's not under 63 points, was it? Yeah, 63 to mm. Collingwood. I mean, they're still chalked up a 10 goal victory and, and sit, you know, looking down on everyone else on the ladder. Yeah, so let's talk about them because uh, it's going to be a massive week for them. Not only are they playing the D's on the King's birthday. Uh, Monday, but uh, they've got some injury concerns and a suspension looming. Uh, Jordan Degoe, big bump on Elijah Hewitt. Yep. Now, he won't want to see that back. If he he didn't catch it on the big screen uh, on Hewitt. Yep. I think there's two parts to it. Uh, We're going through the bumping crisis as we speak. So you're going to get a stronger penalty than you would have five years ago. Pretty simple stuff. Happened to a first-year player. Not Mm -hmm. that that matters, but in terms of West Coast. And I, I felt like they probably could have... Once they realised it was the Red young guy who's um, you know been knocked out and concussion was obviously involved. So bumping, concussion, 
First-year player. Um, it was a recipe for a, uh, a lengthy suspension. So Jordan to go his that way. won't even – that'll just go straight through the hands of the MRO and go straight to the tribunal because you would think that's two or more, which means it automatically goes – I, I think, gee whiz, if they said three, Collingwood would sign whatever needs to be signed yeah, and move quicker on. than they signed his contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other injury concerns for the Pies, Hoskin Elliott, who had a quiet game today, but he's a talented player, and McCreary went off very – uh, much, what, halfway through the game. I think he McCreary's tried to come uns- on after well, half-time. Yeah, he injured himself uh, just before half-time. Yep. They tried to come back on. Unusual that he did that because he came off three minutes into the third yep. quarter. It was unusual that they, surely in that 20 minutes of half-time, whatever it is, you realise you can work out whether he's capable of going again or not. But uh, I think he's vitally important to what Collingwood would do around the pressure. I mean, if they need a, a rev up, mum can come in into the change rooms and give him a rev up. That was fantastic <laughs> yeah, that was uh, audio good. and vision, of course, from Mother's Day. But uh, they'll miss him. They will miss him in terms of the pressure because, you know, Jack Ginevan was very quiet again today. Uh, but he doesn't provide the pressure that McCreary does. Mm. Uh, and I think that's, that's going to leave a bit of a hole, especially next week. So Hoskin Elliott was on the bike. He'll be touch and go, you'd have to think. Well, he was three courts dead there for yeah. a minute. And then 30 seconds later, he was running along the boundary line. <laughs> so you have to wait for a medical report on that one. It's, that's a tough read. And Johnson came back on the ground after a World's real biggest heavy, corky. Uh, corky. And uh, Bobby Hill, of course, came off. You would say he's okay. He didn't yeah. look so great. And then he sort of just at the that's end he, just started to run off the just ground. Just looking so. down at the big screen now. He's just joined the huddle with uh, his little child. Yep. Um, in the team song there, so he seems happy enough. So, so you'd uh, assume he's going to be okay. to play as well. Uh, before we do wrap what it up. What are you saying you hope he's going to play being a one-eyed Melbourne supporter? No, no, I just like You hope he has a week off just yeah, to freshen up. True. In fact, uh, Penelby needs a week yeah, off as well. Yeah, I'd be more worried about Nick Dacos having Dacos, a week off. Yeah, no, he does need a week off. Yeah. He's, he's, he wasn't covering the ground well today, yeah. <laughs> he's really struggling. It's funny, we take him for granted. We really do, Lock. Uh, he had three disposals and kicked three. Gave him the three votes, um, but I don't think it's the best version of Nick Dacos. Yeah. He's a second-year player. Incredible. It's unbelievable. That goal thing. that he kicked, the second one of his game. What about the first one? His work ethic as well. was, yeah. Remember the first incredible. one? It's very similar. Yeah. Went back, bing, 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 bing. Scott Pedro gave it back twos. to him. Mm. You, you talk a lot about the one-twos, and sometimes midfielders do get a lot of one-twos yeah. just to chalk up numbers. But he got those one-twos to get himself into a better position well, he can, he, Once he hasn't got the footy, he can cut in a direction and buy himself two or three metres. So mm. he gives it, then cuts away from where he where he's heading and then he allows the his teammates to you know put him into a position where he can straighten and go whack he did get the little hungry uh hippo happening there at one stage late <laughs> where he thought he might go for number 4 and they uh, scuffed it but uh yeah what a superstar he is and unfortunately his brother's pretty bloody good too but he doesn't get the accolades that Probably deserves because uh, you know the big, uh, the little brothers, the superstar, yes. and Josh Dacos will be all Australian this year on a wing, I'd imagine. And uh, we, don't, we don't really speak too much of him. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And the Eagles, an unwanted club record of a tenth straight loss, which has uh, never happened before in club history. James Harms from last night copped the week suspension, so the D's will be looking to replace him. But they've got a handy player to come back in, Clayton Oliver. You'd think he'd be right to go, especially with a couple of extra days. On yeah, he'll be spewing seeing Nick Dacos do that today. Cause that's three votes that, uh, um, yeah, that Clary won't have the opportunity yeah. to get back. So um, Clayton Oliver is such a special footballer. Um, he's gone from the, the chubby boy that got drafted high and to just an absolutely mega... St- well, it be, probably would be if I had to choose someone to sit... I love watching Clary Oliver. It really is. Watch- one of your oh, favourites. Clean, tough. He's quicker than you think. You can mm. run with it. Uh, you know, I, I love watching oh, Clary talking, Oliver play. Keep talking, X. Yeah, yeah. 
This is like a porno. To you. <laughs> That's very yeah. true. I'm a Petrarca man. Are you? Yeah. No, give me Clary. I'm in the minority there, I would have thought. But, uh, you know, I'll give me Clary. <laughs> All right. The final score here was the Magpies 18-12, 120. They defeated the Eagles 8-9, 57. You've been listening to uh, the footy talk. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Listener, please hit the like button and leave us a review or rating. It's always good rating for the X-Men, Xavier. Oh, yeah. New episodes every day at lunchtime. We'll hand, we'll hand you now to the guys uh, at TIO who will give us a wrap of the game up north. You're back with the footy talk around the grounds. Brenton Yates here with Chris Dittmar, Mark Rusciuto and Red Biglands here at the TIO Stadium in Darwin. It's uh, the Suns and the Crows. Uh, the game turned out a 25-point win to the uh, the Gold Coast Suns. And, gee, what a win it has been. Mark Rusciuto, Red Biglands, Chris Dittmar. They've won five out of their last seven now, the Gold Coast. But this game was certainly not all on their terms tonight. It wasn't all on their terms, but it was for the last three quarters. Adelaide had a really good start to the game. We're sitting back Six goals, one to two goals, four in that first quarter. Adelaide looked, uh, you know, like they were right at home. But really, for the last three quarters, uh, Gold Coast won them. The second quarter was pretty tight. Adelaide had more inside 50s. But they come out in that third quarter and went bang with Matty Rao, who had uh, four centre bounce clearances, five clearances for the quarter. He had all of those in the first uh, five or six minutes. They kicked six goals, five to three goals, two. And then and they kept going, five goals, six in the last uh, quarter as well. So three dominant quarters by the Gold Coast Suns. And no doubt Adelaide would have done their homework going into this game. They would have known Raul and Anderson were going to get busy at centre bounce and try and shut them down. They just couldn't do it. The midfield dominance in that area, which is normally the strength of the Adelaide Crows, was taken right up to him. Keys went as hard as he could, but at the end of the day, the class prevailed around the heat. Did they make a mistake? Did the Crows take Keys off of Rao at the start of the third? It time? looked like it. He was well. He was at least he was in the forward fifty. I don't know whether Rankin was uh, Rochelle was starting in in the centre bounce and then just pushing forward and Keys went straight on him. I don't know if that that's what it um, it looked like. Keys did come off him. I, so that that'll be an it'll be an interesting question uh, to pose to the coaches uh, early in the week. Mm. Yeah, matchups were massive, weren't they? Really getting those right tonight. Ben Long on uh, Rankin, I thought Long won that duel. That was a spot on matchup for Stewie Jew. And well, Jack Lacocious with five goals tonight. He had different players on him throughout the match. He found space in one on ones. He slipped out the back. Slippery Lacocious, I think they were calling him. He was terrific. I just wonder how good Gold Coast are. Like in the end, in, in weeks to come, where we look back and think, well, maybe it wasn't a bad loss to lose to them up there. I, I They're think talented. It was an even money game beforehand, and I think uh, what you've been saying for a lot of the week, Dits, about being up there for a week is definitely an advantage. Big help, isn't playing it? in Darwin, in Darwin, and Adelaide did look tied in the ends of quarters, in the, even in the first and second, let alone what they looked like in that last half. So that's not an excuse. I think that's a genuine fact mm. uh, to, to be able to go up there out of Adelaide's you know, conditions to Darwin. It was always going to favour the Gold Coast Suns, but, um, you know, 
well done to the, well, the Suns. You, you can't make excuses. They were too good. Adelaide had a key injury early on. Tom Duday going down with a, a knee issue. We're not exactly sure what it is yet, but uh, they lost a key defender early in the game. Yeah, they sure did. And uh, the fact he couldn't come on is, is a worry, I think. So they'll be off to get scans. That'll be a big talking point early on in the week. Particularly when you watch the replay, room about how he grabbed at it with two hands and sometimes the adrenaline kicks in, you think you're okay to go, but he, he really couldn't get any stability through that knee. So the scans will be interesting. Uh, what about uh, Rankin? Gee, they had a plan for him, didn't they, the Suns? Their former teammate of theirs. And um, he didn't kick a goal, Biggles, tonight for the Adelaide Footy Club. That's his first time this season, is it, for the Crows? Yeah, he's, five, he got players, a goal. five players, including Ben King for the Gold Coast Suns, have kicked a goal in every match this year. It's the first one Rankin's missed out on. So he really didn't look like he could get any sort of speed on the ball. He couldn't hit anything uh, with that type of ferocity that he has inside the forward 50. The pressure was down a lot. And that was the main one, wasn't it? When the Adelaide forwards dropped off their pressure and their, the pressure for the mids, that's when the Gold Coast got on top of the game. I mean, we saw the pressure running throughout the match and there was a big discrepancy at one point there where the Suns were dominating. We saw a remarkable goal from Bailey Humphrey um, in the second quarter, I think it was. A guy playing just his ninth game of footy. They know him because they've re-signed him for a, another four years. Tell us a bit about his game. Oh, he's just a, a little a ball, isn't he? He's one of those six six footers that can uh, are good in the air, good on the ground, highly skilled. He was, I mean, he was. I think he was pick six, wasn't he? At the end, I think they might have used the pick that. Uh, they got for Isaac Rankin on him, I think. Um, but oh, he's a star of the future. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Humphrey, they reckon he's pretty quiet around the club. <laughs> Using oh, use his hands a lot too, they think. Oh. What a star he is. Is he a funny old fellow? Doesn't wear pants. <laughs> Something like that, Biggles. <laughs> Go hey, um, what does a win like this mean, though, for the Gold Coast? Uh, I mean, what we're talking about here is a, a side who had a coach who was under pressure. And even in recent times with Damien Hardwick finishing up, he's been under the microscope, Stuart Jew. But to have them playing like they're playing, uh, winning five of their last seven and tracking towards September. Oh, it's great for the Suns. Good for the competition, I think. We don't we don't want Gold Coast to be down the bottom every year and not competing. That's not going to be good for anyone. So I, I like what I see, and I've been a Stewie Jew believer. But it's it's but they've been up against. It. They've had salary cap issues. They've been overpaying players to keep them there. So if they can get the players playing there for the right reasons and develop a, a good young list that can hang around for a while, I think it's going to be great for the comp. Yeah, his sixth season at the club, and he's had uh, six wins of course, 10 wins last year where they're on the up. So this is the big one. If they can have their best finish, their contract could be coming out. But it's one of those teams where you like their defence, good young defence, you like their midfield, and they got these guns up forward as well. So it's a very well-rounded team. Yep, they look all right and, uh, the, you know, there's got, they've got some great skill. So well done to them and uh, hopefully they can keep going in the second half of the year. And what's the fallout of this one for Adelaide, do you think? Well, it'll, it'll just put the question mark on winning away from home and uh, for the second time in, in three weeks, if you wanted to look like that, uh, they haven't been able to play four quarters. Are they looking for the for the buy? Are they looking for a week off? I think they do look tired. They look tired against the Western Bulldogs, but somehow they're going to find a way to get themselves up now, knock off the West Coast at home and then go and freshen themselves up for the second half of the year. Well, big result for the Suns. 25-point uh, winners over Adelaide. If you've got a question for us, get on Instagram at footytalk underscore pod, uh, TikTok at footytalkpod, and tomorrow, of course, Daisy Thomas, Abby Holmes and Jay Clark, they'll be on deck to unpack the whole weekend.
listener.